Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 308, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 308, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 410. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. You know, they don't tell you when when you decide to transition into baldness. They don't tell you about certain things to look out for, you know? They just don't mention it to you. They don't mention that if you wear your hat backwards, then you have this weird, like, snapback, poofy, flap thing. No, that's there's more gotta, focus on it because there's no hair. No, no, know? no, no. There, that you've got that going on because you got a small noggin. I'm looking at the, the snapback strap, and you're are you full? Are you we're, are you at we're the full. end of? There's one more. There's one, one more dot. Yeah, yeah. You got that thing on there, nice and snug. You got a small noggin, man. This I gotta, is. I could go. I could go the whole way if I wanted to. That well, that's why it's all yeah. all your. Your slack is up here. If you're, I was, big, I was big melon like me. I was seven and a quarter with hair. So, Oof, yeah. So that, that should tell you. Yeah. You do have a big sense. noggin. Also, if Dude, you're not watching on YouTube, figure it out. It's huge. Well, I'm glad you brought YouTube up because I was thinking, as you can see here, rocking the ASU hat. It's uh, such a clean was, hat too. Oh, it's such a clean hat. The, the, the vintage. Um, I was thinking a lot this week or this past week about the trip to to Phoenix last year, the World mm-hmm. Baseball Classic. It was getting me in the mood for some baseball. It's insane I, that it's almost been a year. I know, insane. dude. Insane. I know. And so um I was just it was getting me it was getting me there. It was getting me closer to being like I hate to say this as a Red Sox fan, but I I'm close to being full throttle here with, okay. with baseball. Right. Um, I'm feeling it. And I'll be honest, it wasn't really until probably this episode. Cause as as we very well know, the offseason can be slow. Mm. But uh but I'm getting there and it was a good it was a good uh reason for me to remind the listeners if you haven't watched the vlog from the World Baseball Classic trip. Honestly, go back to the vlog from our Boston trip too. Yeah, it's watch all the too. vlogs. I think yeah. I uh, 
I don't know. The World Baseball Classic, I think, is our best product that we've we've put together. It's that great, was it's a great video. Yeah, that was a that was a heck of a week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we are coming up on a year since that trip, and we are now under a month until the first spring training game. Absurd. How? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you. To be fair, you've been you've been a little out of the loop, uh, and for yeah. good reason. I I don't think me. I don't think anybody can fault you for for why you've been out of the loop. But if if anybody um hears me say a name that is just out of the blue, it doesn't make any sense, or I have something completely wrong, I promise I still pay attention to baseball. I'm getting married in a couple months, and it's just been insane planning this thing it's been insane so i apologize for whatever nate you get over the next few months it's not going to be full nate full diehard yankee nate will not come until probably may post honeymoon once i get back from the honeymoon my sea legs Go away from the cruise. I will be back at it. And you will get the the true fired up, passionate, and somewhat half knowledgeable Nate. This Nate, he's a, he's a wild card for sure. Maybe half knowledgeable, but always firing from the hip. There you go. Like always bringing the juice, always bringing the passion. That's that's what Nate. It's the only way I can fire. That's the only way. To, that's the only way he rolls. Um, we got a voicemail, I believe. I don't always screen these things, but I believe that uh, it's Hall of Fame related. So we're going to transition straight from this into some Hall of Fame talk. But uh, let's let's hope it works here. Let's see what we got. Hey, fellas, AJ Torres. It's been a long time. And thank you for holding down this. It's been a really dreadful offseason, in my opinion. But that's for a topic another time. As far as the Hall of Fame goes, I really, and a buddy of mine and a fan of the show, uh, I know him uh, face-to-face, we thought Joe Maurer was going to get screwed when it came to the Hall of Fame. Sure enough, he only needed the first year, which also granted means when Buster Posey's name comes up, oh, baby, he's in. Forget about it. So about the Hall of Fame, I Forget don't want to beat the dead horse here. But, yeah, do I think Andrew Jones is going to get snubbed? I won't mention the thing of why they want to cancel him and write him off at everything. But as far as these guys, particularly since there is no policy until 2004, I mean, freaking Andy Pettit was using something prescribed to a doctor that wasn't banned at the time. And if we really want to go by where this all started – some guys in the rumor mill, now this could be some of the old head Dodger fans I know in the Connecticut area, whatever, but they say that Ted Williams brought greens over after the war, and that's where it all started. So basically everyone between Teddy Ballgame after World War II to 2004 was taking some sort of substance. But, I mean, if it's possible, I mean, I don't want to put the pressure because it's such a ludicrous topic. Where do we draw the line as far as these steroid guys? And do you put like uh, asterisk next to their name, or how do you go about it? Hope everybody's doing well and take it easy. Later. The ultimate 
question we try to avoid. <laughs> oh man. Well, let's uh let's dive into it, shall we? Um look, I had a uh I had a let's rather... start this by saying this is our opinion. Sure. Take it however you will. We're not in the freaking committee. We don't vote on Hall of Fame names. I wouldn't so... want to be a part of that circus anyway. Me neither. Yeah. So um continue. Uh I had a rather, I don't want to say heated because it's my, it's like my, my Bible study leader. You're uh, all heated. I mean, That's I'm not, cool. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, it was like, <laughs> you know, we were, we were just chatting it up about the Hall of Fame. We we're in disagreement on a, on a handful of items. Uh, we specifically were talking about bonds and his career and legacy and everything that that means. Um, but he, I got to say, he got me thinking a little bit. He he is of the belief that these guys who used should be allowed to be in the Hall of Fame. And I believe, I'm, I believe I'm paraphrasing correctly here, so forgive me if, if it's incorrect. But he is of the belief that these guys should just be let in. They should be inducted in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And that the story about them should be told how it's going to be told. If, mm-hmm. if people want to view their plaque as a tainted plaque, yeah, so be it. But it's the story of the game. It's the story of what happened. Yeah. And he's of the belief that it, it does the sport a disservice when you don't have the home run leader, you don't have the hits leader, mm-hmm. so on and so forth in the hall of fame. Yeah. So, he at least, he got me thinking a little bit in that regard because for the longest time people have just rammed it down our throats being like, "Well, Bonds deserves to be in for this reason or that reason." Yeah. Not so much about I haven't heard as much about uh or a case being made for the story being told of, mm-hmm. of the sport, which I mean, yeah. I can I can understand and, you know, it maybe if you take that route you you open up a, uh, an opportunity for a greater conversation, like a greater discourse about mm-hmm. that individual or that group of individuals who you know got got dinged with the asterisk. I I don't know. I I'm kind of on the fence. You can't really to say or to to ask the question. Well, where do you draw the line? You can't. I mean, just in the in the in the question that was asked, you've got greenies, you've got steroids, you've got known users, you've got users that were misled, you've got users who knew what they took, but they thought it was for something else. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's all yeah. over the place. It's 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 messy. It, yeah. There's no way to keep it clean and tidy. So I I'm certainly in no position to say, well, draw the line here. Yeah. Because it's it's way beyond trying to draw a line i think yeah i mean i i see both sides and i see exactly what he was saying with just like it is the story of baseball and it's hard to completely ignore not just an era but huge names game altering names sport altering names 
it's hard to just sit there and say like you don't exist in this place that's supposed to write the story it's it's our, it's our museum of baseball um i don't know how you go about it i don't know if you have a separate ballot i don't know what that's called is it a ped ballot is it a cheater ballot is it a you know what i mean like i don't know what that is, is it a separate wing in the hall of fame is it a honorary wing is it an honorable mention kind of thing i don't know i really don't know i don't know how to go about it i think i can understand where people are coming from where they do feel like barry bonds and pete rose and names like this can't just be crossed off and and we pretend like they never occurred um because for all we know, those players did have positive effect. You know what I mean? As much negative that we can attach to that, we can sit here and say, like, well, maybe there was a kid that first started watching ball and fell in love with the game because of Barry Bonds or because of A-Rod, because of Andy Pettit. You know what I mean? Like, you, that's what that is. And in my mind, I haven't been to the Hall of Fame. I've never been. I love the idea of taking my kids someday and saying, and I'm showing them, you know, a six, seven, eight year old, the story of this game and why it, it is what it is. To not have those names there is weird. I can't argue that. I just don't know how it looks. But to sit there and say that they deserve to be in the same conversation i don't know i think it's probably best that we create a new conversation instead of just having this one conversation that's where i'm at with it am i going to be upset if there's a new wing or a new separate building created do they deserve the ceremony i don't know i don't know I'm not sure. Maybe it, it's just a, a a section where they're acknowledged and their names are in there and their plaques are in there. Maybe it's not a ceremony. I don't know. But even then, that's messy because you, you're talking about known users versus people who allegedly Maybe, use right. them, people who never right. tested positive, but you think they used. Yeah. Like, it's a whole... It, it's tough, man. Where do you draw no the line? There's no way you... Right. There's no way you can... Uh, color inside the lines if you will on on any of these categories that we're looking at between users non-users alleged like it's yeah it's just too too chaotic I but honestly i with the the announcement this past week and everything this is usually the time of the year where you know it, it's it's this time and the the ceremony time in july that i, I really take some time to think about mm-hmm the hall and what it represents and i don't know man i sadly i and i really hate to say it because i've been i've had the the fortune of going there twice and i mean it's a magical place but i i truly and it, again sad to say i think i'm at a point now where it's really starting to lose its luster because mm-hmm. it's it, for me it's which I never thought this would be the case, but it's becoming less about the the saga surrounding the users versus or 
whether or not they should be in or not or whatever. And it's more about the committee and the biases and, and mm-hmm. the conversations yeah. of intentionally leaving guys off to make a political statement or to, yeah. to stick it to a guy that what that didn't treat the media well, which right. is it it's becoming so much. And I use the word early. It's so much of a circus that yeah. I just don't even have the same interest that I used to anymore. And it's, it, you look at it as I'm not saying everybody, but me, I'm getting to the point where I'm looking at it as less of a, as a, uh, an elite club or an institution and more of just like, a. it's, it's like a forum where these, these writers yeah. come together and they're like, all right, what, what's our, what's our hit piece going to be today what's right. going to be our conversation starter today with, with i the can't let this guy in because he didn't treat me well in the clubhouse it's 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 all somewhat of a that to me is more egregious than yeah than what some of these guys have done yeah. like yeah. i know that may that may turn some heads but to not put a guy in because you felt slighted in the in the locker room come <laughs> on man. what are we and that's where, like, I don't. That's where I'm curious to see if voting can can be altered. We talk about this for like the All Star Game. You know what I mean? How do we alter voting, and what is worth it? And like, is there a way to have a fan vote potentially make up the difference? where writers are lacking or vice versa. Maybe it's a new score that needs to be obtained in some type of, you know what I mean? Like, I think things can, the difficulty is that the game has been around so long. The hall of fame has been around so long. And it's like, how can we change it now? Because this is the way it's been structured. But at the same time, I don't know much history when it comes to, this type of stuff and like how guys get in. But what about this committee that was created for the guys that are off the ballot and they get in 40 years later, they're dead and you know, their son, right? Like how, when did that come into play? And when was that decision made? Can we make adjustments that way to address the other thing, by the way, with the greenies and stuff, I don't, it's too hard to go back. You know what I mean? It's too hard to, we can't rewrite history. We can't go back and, and correct things. And I know that's a rumor. I heard those rumors about Hank Aaron as well. It's like, you know, it is what it is. We'll never know. I I think I can probably appreciate a lot of players and former players saying that like this, this game's full of cheaters. That's the whole point. You try to find a way to edge yourself over someone else. And it's hard to, see how that's not true but it's at the same time me as a fan me personally i'm always gonna lean my bias towards the guys that did it clean and you know as i was talking about this yesterday with like i when i was watching football with my father-in-law it's like you the ravens are getting blown out and you know they're giving up chunk 15 25 yard plays and the defender smokes a guy and 
gets up and flexes and celebrates. It's like, dude, you're down three scores. What it it's, it's just, that's how I am. You and I took a while to get over this bat flip era. And even then I'm like, I'm still, I'm more biased to the guy that just drops it and puts his head down because I think that says more. That's my opinion. So it's tough to have a place that's so glorified and so pure, if you will, it's to hard potentially to let in impurities and say it's going to be the same. No, but in defense of the people that are saying that it's already full of cheaters, they're right. Like they're, you want to talk about the character clause? Like just, I mean, you don't have to look very far down the list of names that are in there to, to right. realize like, ah, there's some not so great guys in there. If we're yeah. being completely honest. And there's some guys that did some things undetected that, that, yeah. Nobody really knows about and may not ever know about, but, but you know, maybe it, we don't teach our son to be exactly like a, a professional athlete. And maybe we just say that professional athletes are just that they're professional athletes. Maybe we don't idolize them this, as much as, you know, we want to. That's a good point. It's, it's a, a different point. It's probably a different topic. I think. <laughs> Yeah, one that we're maybe not going to rip the, uh, the the cover off of just yeah. yet. Um, we do, however, need to run through these results. We want to give the their, these guys the credit that they're due. Uh, talk about cheaters and guys who maybe do or don't deserve to be in. I, I think it's safe to say the three names that were uh, selected certainly uh, deserve to be in. Adrian Beltre getting in. Uh, at a 95.1% clip on his first try on the ballot. Joe Maurer, 76.1% on his first try on the ballot. And Todd mm. Helton in his sixth year getting in at a clip of 79.7%. Um, I, I think, and I know our, I know our guy uh, AJ Torres mentioned Joe Maurer. I think he was, I, I personally didn't have any, questions or concerns about his case I'm surprised forward. as far as low as as low as that number was I'm a little surprised yeah but I mean if you're in you're in yeah hit the <laughs> we, ball 317 or or 517 still gone yeah you're you know you're a hall of famer one way or another right. um but I, I I think the name that had the most scrutiny and of the three, I guess deservedly so. I mean, I was a, I was a pro. Put Todd in. Me too. Uh, Been saying Todd, it since we started this pod. But uh, Todd Helton, as I mentioned, seventy nine point seven percent. He bumped up from I think I'm reading here fifty two percent in twenty twenty two, and then last year just missed out at seventy two point two percent. Um. And then gets in at yeah. basically 80% this year. So that's the other thing that I don't like about this system. It's like it's so dictated on who you're on the ballot with. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's right. You're either Hall of Famer or you're not. Six years is weird. You know, like I, I just don't understand why we had to let these other names phase out in order for you to get in. Yeah, like you hear these guys, you hear these writers talk. I, I hate the Hall of Fame 
season because it, it always yeah. comes back to these idiot writers and yeah. we don't spend as much and I, and I know we have full control over what we what we talk about but it's it's almost it's near impossible to talk about the hall of fame and the the decisions that come into play with with who gets in without bringing up the people the very people that make the decisions yeah um but you you hear these guys make the make their arguments all the time after or they share their reasoning after the fact or even before the the results get announced we're like yeah well i had to let player x slide off the ballot because you know he's still got five more years and i want i'm like that's not how it works dude you're voting you're not trying to game the system here you're voting for who you think Right. Are the Hall of Famers? You're, like, like I'll you get said, him you're next Hall year. Of Famer or not. Like, no, it's I don't a, understand it. It's a stupid system. It's an archaic system, and it's and the only people that like it are the freaking writers, man. Does does I I don't really hear players immediately getting up to the podium and thinking. And bowing down to the writers. It's like, there's just, there's too much power, dude. There's too much power. It kind of, honestly, I I don't think I really considered this until just this very minute. It's kind of weird when you really think about it. The fact that these guys have, what, 10 years on the ballot? That's a, that's a wild system. Like, mm-hmm. What are, well, meeting what are we, meeting certain standards, right? Like if you fall below a threshold of percentage votes, you're out. Oh, sure. No, I mean, assuming you're like like a Todd Hill. We'll just use Todd Hill as an yeah. example. Like assuming you're well above the minimum thresholds for the duration of the time that you're on the ballot. Yeah. It's a silly system if you really take the time to think about it. Yeah. Like we're we're trying to muster up a case to convince writers whether or not we think a guy deserves to be on the, I mean, whether it comes down to public opinion or not, or whether these guys are locked behind closed doors every this time, every year, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But it's, it's just weird to me, you know, does it, I don't like, does that make sense? The, I don't understand the limited votes that you can give. Why? Why do you have limited names that you can choose? Why do you only have so many votes? eight right 10 10 you have 10 votes that you can put out on a single ballot why well i what's the point of that if you're a hall of famer you're a hall of famer not hey i'm running low on votes and this guy's in his last year and this guy's in his first year i know he'll be back next year because he's got this amount of votes what if you're a hall of famer you're a hall of famer this is a weird, wonky system that is, it's, it's, ugh, I hate it. And writers are just so arrogant, dude. There's so much arrogance attached to this. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. (laughs) 
to the writers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to the writers. Yeah, bums. Yeah. Um that uh, yeah. I mean I feel bad for our, those listeners that have been listening to us for years cuz I'm pretty sure this is a shampoo effect rinse and repeat conversation we've had every year, but yeah. This is but, across this is across all of baseball, man. Everybody has this combo and it sucks. Shout out to the new listeners who are hearing it for the first time. Hopefully True. we've uh and also made our case. Shout out to freaking Todd Helton, Joe Maurer, and, and Adrian Beltre. I mean, I I love Todd Helton personally. I, I I love what he did for the organization of the Rockies. I love that he stuck around the whole time. I love that he just he's the dude, man. Such a clean glove over at first base. I don't need to sit here and have arguments about elevation and humidifier and whatever the humidor. Like I don't I don't need to do that. That guy's a Hall of Famer, a stud. Love it. Adrian Beltre. I mean, what a freak, first of all. I think he's got to be remembered as a top 20 right-hander of all time, possibly. Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer, to me, is kind of like a... Ugh. It's kind of hard to compare him lacrosse. It's it's like a, you know, he had so much talent, and I I think he was capable of doing more if his body would let him. But in that time, he was dominant, and that's I think that's probably my biggest conversation. It's like you talk about when you go in and you travel to a, a different team and you game plan against somebody. How long are you game planning for that guy? If you're game planning for that guy for six, seven, eight years, that big of a chunk, he's sitting in the middle of his lineup or, you know I mean? Hey, we're facing this guy on the bump this series and you're game planning for that guy for so long. And he's just sitting at the top of, of leaderboards for stats for so long of his career. That's all I need to tell me, you know what I mean? It's less about the milestones and less about the overall numbers, I think. It's more about like, were you dominant in that period? And what AJ said, Buster Posey. Now that Maurer's in, Buster Posey's a landslide because it's like you were dominant in that period. And yeah, it didn't last forever. I give credit to the guys that do last forever. But there's different ways of getting in. So props to all three of these guys. Um, Huge monumental names. Do you think... uh? Beltre goes in as a ranger, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Do- he wasn't a Dodger very long. Where else um, was he? It's one other place. No, nah, he was with the Dodgers, Mariners, Mariners. Samson Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Three studs, man. All deserving. Yep. Uh, See Peyton Manning. His his uh, I did. post out. I did love that. Big Peyton guy. I'm a big um, Peyton guy as well. I can't help it. Can't help it. Uh, let us. We went way deeper on We're that deep. than I thought we would. Thanks to the stupid writers. <laughs> um, but we got to move on. Let's talk some some current day stuff. 
some things that are happening in the here and now. Uh, some of this is maybe slightly past due because, again, we only do one episode during the, the offseason each week. Um, so playing a little bit of catch up, not too bad though. We actually had, we had one, we had one trade go down just before we hopped on Jorge Blanco. We'll start with that traded from the twins to the Mariners, the twins in return, get Anthony Desclafani, Justin Topa, along with prospects outfielder, uh, Gabriel Gonzalez and right-hander Darren Bowen. I mean, so Robbie before, Ray was turned into who else was with Desclafani? Hanniger in the package. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Hanniger and Desclafani, one other guy, right? So now Desclafani yes, has been flipped right. into Jorge Polanco. Interesting. I like Jorge Polanco. Personally, I like him. Yeah, but like before you even look, before you even begin to look at the details of the hall itself, I mean, four guys, that's a lot for yeah. Polanco, no? Yeah, probably. I'm still not I mean, I totally think I- bought in, in on whatever the Mariners are doing. This seems like a, it's like a payroll slash. And then also you're bringing in like vets that like you're just trying to squeeze the last out of them you know passing just tweeted said gonzalez is a top 100 ish prospect topa was excellent in 2023 bowen was 23 and in low a last year desclafani gives minnesota much needed innings polanco is a huge get for the mariners and will slot into the middle of the lineup first with him going to seattle finds him so He's a little older, isn't he? Isn't he like 33? He just he played a decade in Minnesota. Yeah. He's got to be 33, 34. Wow, he's 30. 30. Man, so he came up young. Mm. Still four names. It's interesting. Wow, for I didn't I don't think I realized this, but between his first two years in the big leagues, he only played nine games. So he really only gave Dope. you. And even even his first quote-unquote full season, he gave you 69 games, 270 plate appearances. So he wasn't really settled in until 2017. That seems wild. It just feels like he's been around forever. I I do think he's one of those guys that like maybe just overlooked, underappreciated being in Minnesota. Yeah. And especially being like the beginning of his, you know, settling in career. Minnesota wasn't good. You know, so now that, you know, I'd like to see him somewhere else. I'd like to see how that goes. I like him. It doesn't move the needle a ton. No, and middle of the yeah. lineup is generous. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you, and I'm with you on all those things. Like I, yeah. I like him. I'm not. I, I know it may sound like I'm knocking the guy. It's, it's not that. I just think it's see, like four guys, regardless if you've got a what a a 23 year old playing an A ball yeah. mixed in there. Regard, regardless of that, I, I just feel like four guys for Polanco seems like a lot, but you know, I mean, the Mariners are trying to dump some pieces, clear some space, whatever they're doing, 
so be it. Um, let me see here. Career 17 war, career 269 hitter. 112 home runs, not his game. He's a one-time All-Star. His last two seasons, he was hurt last year for a stretch. But his last two years, respectively, 2022 hit 235. Last year hit 255. Uh, neither of those seasons uh, did he post an OPS above 789. It was 751 in 2022, 780, or I'm sorry, seven, yeah, 751 in 2022 and 789 in 2023. So 150 OPS plus and 115 both years. It just doesn't. Yeah. He's. He's going to be a serviceable second baseman for them, but it just doesn't to say he's a huge get. Yeah, I think that's generous wow. in that I think if this if this offseason hot stove was anything better than what it is, I don't think this is as this big of a conversation. Even, no, this does this conversation doesn't even happen if if guys like Cody Bellinger, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, names like that are moving, but they're not. So this is what we're talking about. Yeah. 58 games last year at second base 15 at third nice little versatility what's the rest of their roster look like right now let's look at i that. did see some i saw some blue jay fans clamoring for his services at third base which i thought was an interesting interesting fit really blue jays want everybody right now man blue jays no, want uh cody bellinger a name we mentioned that is, has yet to move. Uh, yeah. Well, I, this is a lot of confusion here. JP Crawford slots it short, obviously Ty France over at first rotate with Luke Rayleigh, which was a good ad. I did like that move. Yeah. Sam Haggerty, I believe, started as an outfielder to begin his career. They have him as an infielder. Josh Rojas and Luis Arias were also added. This is interesting. I don't know. Let's how say I that feel again. Who this. else was added? Luis Urias, Arias, whatever. Oh. Um, and Josh Two Rojas. completely different people. <laughs> yeah, but the same name, right? Not a right. No, not like not Arias. Not hit, that. No, no, no. Not no, the no, hit no, king, not Luis Arias. No, Uri. There was another Arias from Urias Milwaukee. In, didn't well, the Red Sox? He was with. Him? Yeah, yeah, he was with. I, yeah. I think of him from Milwaukee, but yeah, Urias. Boston. Yeah, yeah. So who's this, Luis Arias? Which one is this? No, that's that's him. That's him. But you said Luis Arias, and I'm saying that's not no, that's yeah, not yeah. who we're talking about. No, here. that's a completely different I've guy. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know this infield. I don't. I just I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand what's happening with most of these moves. I like adding on, Luke we... Rayleigh and Mitch Garver, but like I I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, Mitch Garver's a, a good get. Can we can we back up though? I I still don't feel like we're on the same page here. You understand what I'm saying? Maybe who's the other Urias? Urias. No, 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 no. I let's let's stay here. So we there's Luis Urias, and then there's Luis Arias. Like yeah, 
the guy that just hits. Yeah. I know you. it's a little foggy for you right now because of what we talked about. With the yeah, I know it's point. not Arias. I know that. But okay, but that's, a, what you, that's who you said when you were running through the, the names that they have. You said Luis Arias. Urias. I was no, reading it wrong. It's, 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 it's Arias. Arias. Yeah, no. Yeah, my last name is Arias. It's not Luis Arias. And I still can't do this. Yeah, it's, um, it's all right. Okay, just want to clear that up. Yeah. Okay, we're good. But the Rojas's and the Urias's and the... I, I can't keep it straight. These all these all seem like the same player to me. The same, like, you're going to mix in at shortstop for 60 games. You're going to hit 215. Then you're going to give pretty decent defense. So I just I, I I don't I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what the Mariners are doing. It doesn't feel like they're getting better. It just feels like they're making moves to make moves. That momentum I feel like was short lived. Yeah. I think they're fumbling the bag a little bit. Yep. 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 And I'm looking at this pitching staff and it's like I I don't know what's going on here either. And and I say that, let me just clarify. I, I say that knowing full well, and we've talked about this plenty, that it doesn't just because they're not going out and 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 making these yeah, I don't need Yamamoto Otani right. type offers. We're not like that doesn't we're not saying that that equals success or it, it translates to wins. But like if you're a Mariners fan, you gotta admit that like not much of what you've really done lately yeah. has, has inspired you. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, can we all agree there? Yeah. So we're not saying that they're not, they're not making smart moves, but they're not, they're not doing enough to give you a clear indication of what the vision is. Moving yeah. Forward. Yeah. Or to give you a reason to really be excited. The only thing I'll say is that I feel like they did successfully add a little pop between Garver and Rayleigh. Yeah, no, like I said, Garver Garver's a good move, but Mitch Haniger is, that's is your a head scratcher. Like, I mean, I do, do you get like right? That's your catcher. Like, yeah. Great ad, but you need you need to give me a we little bit. We have Cal more. Raleigh as well. So it's like, does does Mitch Garver just DH, plug yeah. DH the whole time? Yeah. And like yeah. so but what you, do you do with Ty France and, and Luke Rayleigh? Like you have three names, four names that are gonna rotate through only two spots, and it's like I don't know what the move is here. You continue to bring back old outfielders, and I just I don't I don't understand what's happening. Maybe he maybe Polanco will be hitting in the middle of this lineup because I'm not seeing the vision here. Talking about hitting in the middle of the lineup. Uh, Brewers go out and get Reese Hoskins on a two-year deal. Includes I like an opt this. out. Includes an opt out after the first season. Uh, deals worth thirty-four mil. Player or club opt out. I think it's player. Let me check. I do like this deal. Yeah. Um, you're Milwaukee, you probably have to overpay a little bit for this. Coming off an injury, but I I like the juice. I like the pop. They've been desperate for a first baseman for a while now. So I'm a fan of this. 
This is a surprise Milwaukee move that ordinarily would not expect out of them. So I'm on board. Player um, option after 24. Smart. What a deal. That agent needs a raise. Didn't play last year. You're going to make 17 a year. You have a flexible deal where you can bet on yourself. If you come back and you're the normal Reese Hoskins, you hit the market again. If not, 17 a mil is 17 mil for a second year is ain't so bad. If you're if you're a little slow and and you still got the rust to work off. I think it's probably an overpay, like I said, but Milwaukee needs to because they don't they haven't had a first baseman to rely on since I don't even know when. Yeah, I don't I don't know if Rowdy Telez is really I don't know. Yeah. Scratching the itch. Um yeah, Carlos I mean Santana. it's it's best case for Luke Voigt. It's been a hole over there for a while. It's best case for uh for Reese after I don't want to be saying kick I don't want to say kick to the curb. It's tough when the, Bryce Harper's like, hey, I uh that's mine I'll, now. I'll play first. <laughs> yeah. And you I mean, you have to know. I mean, the type of the type mm-hmm. of guy that we can imagine Bryce is having the conversation with Dave Dombrowski. Philly Rob sitting at that table. You yeah. and I would venture to say Reese is, is at the table there. Mm-hmm. And they're going, look, like somebody's gonna have to draw the short end of the stick here. I think Reese has the awareness to go. We're talking about Bryce Harper here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wasn't here last year. I wasn't contributing last year. Yeah. Um, again, it's Bryce Harper. I think given the decision to make him the full-time first baseman. Yeah. And who knows, maybe there was some kickback from Bryce. Like, no, like, is, is there a way we can make this work? Because he was very vocal about trying to keep Reese around. And I feel like for the most part, they've kept a a, a good handful of those guys around for a number of years now. And uh, I think it was time for one of them to to get yeah, out. And it was just time. Like you said, if this is an overpay, <laughs> Reese is the guy that benefits here in that in that scenario. And he has a good year hits the market again if not he falls back on a 17 mil year two so i want to see what I else think, i just want to look at this brewers team see if i I'm, think it's win-win for everybody see if i'm losing my mind at all oh brought in jake bowers too they sure did Huh. All right. I mean, it's uh, it's interesting. Still a little interesting. Yeah, this is still giving me typical Brewer vibes. Um, yeah. I just wish Christian Yelich was more than a flash of the pan. Um, I've heard rumors of the. Of the uh, Willie Adamas stuff, but like, why now? Why, why, yeah, why yeah. ship him out? Like, you might as well see what you have this season and see if you can piece together some wins. And if you don't, then sell at the deadline. But yeah, um, and then you still have arms that you can move on from too. 
Yeah. Are you looking for tickets? It's not deep. Do you have pl- Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming I don't want this bullpen either. Seeky. Use promo code 30TAKE. That's our social handle at checkout. $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. Seeky. Mm. Yeah, we, we know. You're not inspired by Milwaukee baseball. We, that's that's well-documented. Uh, but I think you and I can both agree this is a you know good move. Good move all around. Yeah, I like the move. Yep. Best case, he's got 18, 20 home runs up by the deadline and you're nine to 10 games out of it and you flip him. That's 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 best case. <laughs> I think that's best case. Yeah. That's best case for the Brewers, yeah, a team that's, that's like a, a perennial. Yeah, unless threat. you get a Cy Young, Corbin Burns again. Yeah, which I would like to see him elsewhere. There are some names that I'm just like, you know, you you would do cooler things elsewhere if you weren't in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's a good thought. Can we can we as as baseball fans agree to just do like a fantasy trade? Like let's scrap every roster and let's start from scratch. Like a fantasy draft. That'd be sick. Do a, a league-wide redraft. One keeper. You can have one keeper. One keeper. <laughs> one keeper. And we just redraft the whole league. Shake Damn, things up. I bit. feel like the Brewers would keep Corbin Burns, wouldn't they? No, probably probably Devin Williams. I don't know. That's tough. Mm. If you don't know who your keeper is, I think that's an interesting scenario to be in. That's pretty telling. That just tells you what it's like to be in Wisconsin. Packers are looking better, though. So things are turning up. Brewers got are, Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I, I could not be more done with the Chiefs. I could not be more out on the Chiefs. I knew this was coming. I knew that T-Swift was going to be forced into this stupid thing, and we're going to have to... The fact that I'm getting notifications about her is insane. I'm a big Brock Purdy guy. So I'm riding. Mr. Relevant. How about that, I'm dude? Two years. The Niners. He went to school out here. He went to high school out here. Did he really? Right down the road. Drafted as Mr. Relevant two years later, heading to the Super Bowl. Good for good for Brock, man. I'm riding Love hard it. on Brock. He's Love the man. See that. Brock's oh, you man. know 98% of America is pulling for the Niners. And honestly, if you were to ask me if I was to like switch lives with one person, to be honest, Christian McCaffrey might be up there. That guy is he's checking a lot of boxes for a lot of people. All right. So you want to hear something crazy? I think I maybe shared this story. Just a little, little tangent here before we continue on with baseball talk. I, me and Meredith were out in LA. Me and Meredith. Meredith and I, proper there grammar it is. here. Hello. Nice. Uh, we were in LA last for Newport last October. Shout out at Did college you test out education, of- baby. Did you test out of English or. Yes, I did. I sure <laughs> did. Um, no, we were out in LA. I was out there for a conference last, last October. 
Holy cow. That was two Octobers ago. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. 2022. <laughs> yeah. We're on that weird like, little flat escalator thing at the, at the airport. Yep. yep. We're going a lot uh, faster anyway, than we need to go. We, <laughs> we were, we were out there and we were staying, they, they put us up in this hotel. Um, and the Panthers were in town mm-hmm. and, uh, they were staying in this hotel and we were hanging out. They gave us like these like little vouchers to use at the bar for like an app or a drink or whatever. Yeah. So we went down there one night and dude, I'm like 90. I wish you would have been there. Cause you could have told me for certain. I'm like 99% sure Christian McCaffrey, because he was with the Panthers still at the time. Mm-hmm. Double, like Triple check me on that. Uh, right? Because he wasn't with the Niners until last year. Yeah, he got traded to, to the Niners last year. Yeah. Yeah, so he's still on the team at the time. 99% sure he comes down to the, the, the woman working the bar that night asking if he had lost his wallet there and if so if anybody had returned it he was decked out in panther stuff and i'm like 99 percent sure it was christian mccaffrey but i'm not positive but i think yeah, it was i mean him. he's and i'm sitting right a, there he's just a good looking cat man and he's like super cool super cool he went to high school right down the street from me in denver he went to Valor Christian High School. All his brothers went there. Valor Christian was like the school, dude. Like Vinny Castilla's kid was there. So Vinny Castilla would go out Oof, and coach the team. Nice. Brian Dawkins, remember him, the safety? Sure do. His yep. kid went there the same time Christian McCaffrey was there. So he was coaching. It was insane. And Ed McCaffrey, everyone knows, was in the, in the league a while for the Broncos. So like, yeah, went to a crazy school. But yeah, Christian McCaffrey, dude, like I... A little guy crush on that guy. Like he's 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 the dude. Living the life. Um back to baseball. Hector Neris. Uh the Cubs signed Hector Neris on a one year nine million dollar deal. Includes an option. I without like I'm just gonna fire from the hip, like we talked about at the beginning of the show. That's all I do, baby. Yep. No research. Um I don't know why, but if we include the Craig Council thing, I'm just going to give this offseason for the Cubs an A. I feel like they're doing the right things. Am I crazy? I mean, they're still in on Cody Bellinger, too. Right. Dude. So if, if they bring, they bring Cody back, back Cody, that's an A. If here's the thing, though, not only do they, if they bring back Cody Bellinger, but if they bring him back lower than what the market was anticipating which, because the longer we get or the longer it goes the closer mm-hmm. we get to spring training that price tag is only going down yeah yeah for a lot of these guys snell too so but i i don't know what it is what what else did they do what am, I'm, i don't know why i'm giving him an a but i want to give him an a they got uh imanaga right yeah imanaga uh they got um there was one other move. There's one other solid move. Or no, it no. Why am I acting like they went crazy? They they played it late, didn't they? Like, weren't they? They were like one of the last few teams, I think, to make a move. 
if I recall. So maybe it wasn't one other guy. I think that it may have been it. Craig Council's got to be worth the C plus on his own. No other (laughs) moves. You do no moves. That's good. You jump up from an F. Yep, I agree. That may have been it. Let me let me let me try to do some research. See what happens. Um. Yeah, maybe there's seats. not a lot going Seat on geek. here. You already did that. User, I'm just <laughs> I'm bridging the gap. Oh, the, I'm bridging the El Monte the gap. move. I like that. The Yancey Al Monte move with the Dodgers. Oh, true. Yep. That one was good. That one was cool. Can we go to, oh, let me drop back last month. The Imanaga. Were we missing something, guy? Yeah, they got they got some good options back there on the in the back end of the bullpen. Mm. I like I like what the Cubs are doing. Whatever. Bring back Bellinger and Cubs fans should be happy. Maybe I'm out of I'm just out of pocket. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. I like it though. The Cubs uh, are like turning into this weird team that everyone like kind of roots for to to get back to normalcy. I don't know why. I like it. I I can't explain it. I can't explain why I'm backing them, but I want to. I feel bad for them. I don't know why. I think baseball is better when the Cubs are good. I agree. I mean they they weren't on anybody's good side when they were threatening to ship out uh Contreras and KB and yeah. Rizzo and breaking up the That's breaking true. up the band but now they've they've reshifted the focus they've they've narrowed in on a vision i think people are starting to see it even the yeah. casuals and i think you're right i think uh i think people are going to start pulling for the old cubbies again uh Jock Peterson Heading to the NL champ D-backs on a one-year. Can I just say something? I D-backs hate... are kind of sneaky with stuff. Yeah, I mean, it is not what that it this is. is not that this is a no, hundred and forty game kind of guy. No, uh, I but I hate one-year deals. I I hate them, and it's really becoming more clear to me just how much I hate one year deals because I've said it on here before. I appreciate when a, uh, a name can stick around. Yeah. For a length of time, give fans a, a chance to latch on to get to know, get yeah. to appreciate a little bit. But when you're signing these guys to just plug holes and I, I know it's part of the game. I'm not, I'm not naive in that sense, but you know, it's, it's just one year deal here, one year deal there. Yeah, it's like, my goodness. Yeah. And especially with, with guys that are on the back end of their careers, which to be fair is a good portion of the guys that are receiving these deals, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's hard to pull for example. Red Sox. It's hard for me to get excited about the Red Sox bringing in Justin Turner last year because it's like the dude yeah. most likely will not be here in 2024. That could change, of course, right. but it's like, yeah, at the very least, just I'm with you. 
just give me give me two years. You know, that's all I'm asking for. That's all I'm asking. I can get on board with that. I can get on board with that. Uh, I do. I I kind of like what some of the things that the the Diamondbacks are doing. I, I that is a team where it's like, hey, we're not far off. We don't need to do a ton to get better. But let's do a little fill in the gaps here. So, Eugenio Suarez, they brought back Uriel, added Erod, right? Um, yeah, sure did. That was a four-year deal. And then this, it's like, you know, not that Jock Peterson is, but like if you can get something out of him, you know, this is what Jock Peterson is like the epitome of like, you remember that chapter where like growing up and, and even like into our teenage years where these teams like really wanted a good pinch hitter. Yeah. That's what I feel like we're starting to creep into. Like, let's go get this veteran bat that has spent the last few years understanding how to stay productive as an as a not everyday player. Sure. And willing to accept a role. Great clubhouse guy. I I like the move. I'm not a, I'm it's not like Jock does a lot for me, but I see what they're doing. Yeah. And I see some of the other moves they made, and I'm like, you know, I don't hate what you're doing. I, I can respect it. I don't I have nothing against Jock. It's more just the deals. I I yeah. hate one of your deals, that's all. I might go catch some games this year. I might do How that. How about it? We'll see. How about it? Um, and Adam Frazier kind of closing the book here on the on the moves. Uh, not really much to cover here. One year deal, four and a half mil. There's a handful of other deals that happened. Very yeah. minor, bunch of one year deals that didn't even bother to include. Yeah. Uh, but I I included him in this just because I feel like there was a relatively large fall off with him no like wasn't it just was it two three years ago that he was the bat that everybody wanted and then the padres went and snatched him up from pittsburgh yeah. Yeah. do i have that right no that's right yeah traded the padres yeah i Hit thought he was five that year i thought he was like a pretty good guy with with the orioles last year right like no, no, no. I don't uh, maybe fall off maybe is not the right way to put it, but I've It was a little overhype. We had a chapter the, of overhype. That's that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the yeah. discussion surrounding Adam yeah. Frazier has has taken a taken yeah. a turn. Yeah, like we you have been good, but like let's not get crazy and say that you're the, at the top of the market at your position. I mean, I I think if you recall, it may have just been like that month. Leading up to the deadline, where I do remember like, Adam that. Frazier. Yeah, it, it was yeah. crazy. I was like, yeah. why all of a sudden are we talking about Adam Frazier? Yeah. I mean, he hit like 300 that year, like I said, but yeah, like why, why is this the coveted bat that everybody's trying yeah. to get at the deadline? I don't know. I feel like now uh, he's playing with the Royals again, firing from the hip here. I, I think I, the Royals have been like kind of interesting this offseason. It's been a lot of these moves. They gave us one year. I think every fan was like, dude, let's just see what your youth has. 
show me what you have going on over there. And then there were freaking cave dwellers, dude. The worst team in baseball last year. And then you're like, okay, well, maybe we should get you some MLB ready names. And then they went out this year. I Research time. Please hold. You looking up their infield? No, I'm going to look up some of the transactions they've made. Just these, just this, this off season here. Seat geek. Use our promo code three O take. That's our social handle. T H R E E O H T A K E to save $20. And it doesn't even have to be sports. It can be the theater. It can be, uh, it can be a concert. It can be, a an art show. They have those on there. I think they do. They got everything on there. Say $20. Tyler Duffy invited Luis Sessa to spring training. Hunter Renfro, Michael Walker, Chris Stratton, Seth Lugo. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. Boom. Will Smith. They're going to the they're going to the freaking World Series, dude. Royals. Friend of the pod, Mike Brasso, getting an invite to spring training. How about that? So, you know, let's... Dude, the Royals are going to the World Series. Garrett Hampson. I mean, oh. you know. Oh, not Garrett Hampson. Mike, I mean... I can't forget putting him in the World Series. Give him the, give him the crown. Give him Pun the trophy intended. now. Give him the trophy now. I can't completely hate on them i can't i'm i can appreciate what you're doing you're fielding somewhat of a decent team i mean it's on brand with what they do like they're not going out and dropping boatloads of quiche but no you know they're they're making royals type moves and to their yeah. credit they're at the very least they're making moves they're not trying also, to pasquantino I, don't, I, I think we need to remember that Vinny pasquantino is that guy's gonna be Pasquatch. Just wait. That guy, if if you don't know, you just wait. Bobby Witt. Oh, you will. We know about him. Friend of the pod, Bobby Witt. Oh, we know. We know. We MJ Melendez. Know. Coming off a 30 30 year. Bobby. Come Witt. on. Drew Waters. Super high prospect. Braves fans know him. There's promise here. They're gonna see they're gonna see some stuff. Give it some time. Let this core. Get a little older, but Bobby Witt, Pascantino. I just saying. Speaking of uh, promise, Tigers signed 22 year old infield prospect Colt Keith to a six year contract that guarantees him $28 million. Hasn't seen, hasn't sniffed the grass of a major league ballpark. 28 is, mil for six years. Is this like a. Is it a prank? I Too early to tell. Is this like a. Like a fake. Pioneer move. You know what I mean? Like, hey. The Braves have been pioneers of doing early extensions with guys that 
you know, have, have a lot at least of seen the field. Yeah. Is this like a trying to one up trying, the They're trying to one up everybody. Be like, we're smarter than everybody. Let's go do it to our top prospect. But is he even their top prospect? I hope he is. Uh, the is he even twenty second a- ranked prospect in the big leagues? Okay. Um, let me see here. Cool. I mean, that's cool, but like, I. He's got to be, right? No, he sure isn't. He's their second behind Max Clark, who's currently in A ball. Colt Keith, however, is projected to be the team's starting second baseman. He hit 325 with 14 bombs, 50 ribbies, and 59 games last year for double A. Erie then was promoted to triple A Toledo. And batted 287, 13 bombs, 51 ribbies, and 67 games. What's his name? Colt Keith. It's kind of a cool name. I love it. Kind of a cool name. Some Um, pretty cool initials there, if I do say so myself. Maybe I think that we just just relax a little bit. Maybe not do this. Who knows, dude? Maybe this is the maybe. But maybe who knows? Maybe we are gonna, you know, five years from now we look back and we're like, dude, you remember we recorded that episode? We had no idea who this guy was talking a bunch of noise, and he's the new Aaron Judge. I don't. Who knows, man? We never know. These guys in whatever position they're in in the front office obviously know more than we do. But dude, I'm just saying this is setting a weird precedent. I want to go back. You just gave me an idea. I'm going to be bored this week. So I'm going to go back and listen to some old episodes from the first year. I'm going to go back to 2018. Just try to find names that like we I'm going to find names who I'm like, who is this bum that they're giving 150 mil to? And then he's like a perennial all-star. Love that. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go your homework around and see if I can find something. Um, yeah, who knows? We'll see. We will see. Uh, the Nationals and Marlins uniform updates real quick. Uh, any thoughts on that? Did you have a chance to see those by chance? Um, I hate that the Nationals are ditching cursive. What's that about? They're not ditching them. So I don't know if you saw, but they're, which was a wild move in and of itself. But I think in order to, because I think there's like a a cap like a limit for yeah for, that's what i thought okay so after this year they're dropping the cherry blossom unis i don't know if you saw that which is wild i'm mixed emotions on that i'm mixed emotions on that i'm low-key that's one of my favorites i know not a lot of people agree that's fine i don't care i like them oh i thought that would fix my computer charger why is my computer not charging dead nope don't say that all right share End your emotions episode. on the jerseys while i get this figured out i i just like it the marlins one i didn't even see so he's leaving me right now and i have to look this up marlins uniform what's what's new This doesn't look new. 
Looks the same to me. What did we change? This looks the same. The font? So it's all it's all white and the borders kind of in and out. Good thing that ADT patch is on the shoulder though. Whew, close call there. I mean the blue one is are we talking about the blue ones? The black ones look the same. Oh, we already switched up to the Marlins? Yeah. Hold on, let me let me finish my thought here on the Nets. Uh I didn't cover the Nets at all. <laughs> I thought that's thought that's what we were talking about. Yeah, so they're dropping the cherry blossoms after next year. Mm -hmm. Um and they introduced, I'm sure everyone's seen it by now. They're introducing the pullover style white unis, which kind of crazy. Um it's got the capital uh, with the W kind of throwback logo on there on the chest or on the on the oh like the pec area, so it's off to the side. Uh, and it's pullover, so kind of interesting. Blue sleeves, white uni. I don't not, like the neck. The the neck is no. close. Yeah, but it the weird like not V. This is like a girly V neck going on. Yeah, not a fan. It's a deep uh, V. And the <laughs> road unis I hate, could not hate more. Just the most bland, generic block font right. arched across the front, Washington. Right. Uh, these will be dropped. I'll go ahead and say, I'll make a bold prediction. These, uh, I'll say the grays. The white ones, I feel like they may try to push a little longer than a year grays will be gone after next year or some some tweak will be made because these are not it and i don't know who thought over it nats hq thought that they, these were it because they're not the grays no not it at all yeah i'm not uh, on and the then grays the, for sure i the liked, same they had the it was just solid red cursive on the grays right yeah, with the white the white outline of I was a fan uh, of those of uh Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid. Yeah, and then in the same conversation, like, oh, not only are we gonna introduce these, we're gonna drop the the jersey that the fans love the most. Seem well, minus the right the blue cursive ones that they got, but yeah, not not a fan. Um the Marlins, uh the blue ones are sweet um i do like the blue ones and i like that they 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 whited out the text on the front of the black ones because nobody could read it before that so that's what happened to the black ones yeah they just filled in the text with with white because if you remember it was like it was like that weird black yeah uh, it was like the blue outline whatever nothing really on it this is also a, I don't I don't know if you had a note the honorable mention about the Yankees away jerseys. Did you see that? Oh, true. Yeah, going back to the uh, older style. I love it. You do? I don't really care that much. I kind of like the sleeve borders. I'm a fan of those. I I I think I'm gonna like the, this uh, minor tweak. And it was hilarious. It 
re- I hate to say it, my friend, but a lot of your fellow uh, Yankee fans, Butthurt. quote unquote, unquote uh, really outing themselves as to uh, just how far back their knowledge of their favorite team goes because mm-hmm. they're like, why are they going back to the field of dream style? Like, this isn't it, bro. I'm like, well, oh. I'm going to go ahead and break the news to you that this goes back a little further yeah. than the field of dreams. Yeah, game. like 100 years. Yeah, just uh, yeah. give or take. Yeah. yeah. So that's where we're at with that. Yeah. All right. Talk to unis. Uh, that about does it, except for some unbreakable records talk real quick before we get out of here. On deck for today. Finding the drum roll button. There we go. Boom! Cy Young career wins. Yeah, maybe I should put you on the soundboard. Cy Young career wins. This I texted you today, dude. This is comical. This is comical. Career, Hall of Famer, Triple Crown winner, 1903 World Series champion, two-time ERA title winner. Uh, he had a war, accumulated war of 163.6. The record that we we're getting into, 511 wins, 315 losses, uh, which is a record in and of itself as well, the losses. Had in a 1903? Career. Yes, he had 315 losses in 1903. Yeah. No, his career. Okay. His checking. Checking. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that was a legitimate question. He probably made 315 starts, right? In 1903, but this is his career. Uh, Career ERA of 263. He he made 906 appearances. 815 of those were starts, which I also believe is an all-time record. He had 18 saves, which was new to me. I I have no idea. Cy Young uh, tallied the saves category. Uh, he notched 7,356 innings, 2,803 Ks, whip of 1.130. Um, 511 wins, most all-time. Second in line, Walter Johnson with 417. So nearly 100 Yikes. more wins than the next in line. Yeah. Uh, and the crazy thing about it is it's not like a modern name. We're not talking like, oh, Randy Johnson is second in line. Yeah. So like maybe somebody's close. No, Walter no. Johnson. Yeah. Old Walt. Nick. <laughs> old, old Walt. Old big train. Next in line at number two. Do you know who number three is? Should I know? Uh. You should if you're a fan of old timey baseball. No, you, I, you you won't know this. All right, that's cool. Move along. Grover Cleveland Alexander. No. Christy Matheson also tied also tied for third. All right, you should definitely know who number five is. Coming in with 365 wins. Who's number five? 365. Greg Maddox. No idea. So close. Pud Galvin. Oh, um, Pud. <laughs> Pud. I didn't, I didn't think old Everybody Pud. Everybody knows Pud. Grandpa Pud. Uh, what a dope name. 
So as I kind of alluded to, some of these uh, numbers that he he accumulated were also records. Pitched more innings, started more games, uh, and completed more games than anyone else in big league history. Did you know he played? This was wild. Did you know he played for a team called the St. Louis Perfectos? That's pretty cool. He also got to play for the Cleveland Spiders, played mm. for the Cleveland Naps, and the Boston Rustlers. You know, the old wrestlers. Did you say the Naps? Cleveland Naps. N-A-P-S. Yes. Now that's a team that I can get on board with. <laughs> it's, not, it's not what you think. It was named after... It was named after... What's his name? I can never pronounce it. Uh, oh my gosh. I want you to try. Um, oh Luis Arias. No. <laughs> uh what was that dude's name? Nap is it Nap Lahoy? L-A-J-O-I-E. I mean, he's like one of the talking Cleveland baseball. He's like one of the one of the guys from that franchise, but I can never pronounce the name. Forgive me. His first name is Nap. Yeah, they named they named the team after him because he I think he was a player manager. And bro just comes just... in and he's like, I think this team is gonna be named after me now. <laughs> I think this is my team now. I'm the captain now. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Do you think naps were super common back then? Do you think there were confused fans in the crowd? I would venture to I'm say I'm seeing naps. a lot of promotional ideas here. You know what I mean? I'm, Bring your pillow to the modern, ball game. Modern day, sure, but I'm yeah. I I think they had like 22-hour work days back in the day. So I oh, don't I yeah. venture to say naps were not yeah. uh, as as commonplace as they are now. Yeah. Sleeping uh, bag thanks to labor laws. I'm a huge um, fan of this. Let's bring this back. Let's bring Let's it change back. Change it to the yeah, the Washington Naps instead of the Nats. We're in. Boom. That's a moneymaker right there. All right, getting into this record because it's it's insane. <sighs> For 19 straight years, he was in the top 10 in his league for numbers of for number of innings pitched. <sighs> he led the league in victories on five occasions, 1892, 1895, and from 1901 to 1903. In 1892, he reached a career high in wins with 36. Dude, that's pretty nuts. You don't even see 36 starts anymore. He also pitched the first perfect game of the 20th century. He had three no-hitters. Uh, but in regards to this record, he, for an MLB pitcher to win five, this is like my favorite part of doing this miniseries is putting it in perspective of like what somebody would have to do now. Sure. For an MLB pitcher to win 500 games, 11 short of Cy Young's record, he would have to pit. He would have to win 25 games a year for 20 seasons. Yeah, it'll the never last player, happen. The last player to win 25 games in a season was Bob Welch of the Oakland A's in 1990. The win is already dead. And yeah, I mean, I, I so I was Cy Young's this- arm. By oh, win without number, a <laughs> without a doubt. No, I, I mean I bring this up knowing that the win is is yeah beyond well beyond the way out the door 
Uh, but I just, it's still a record that I think needs to be talked about because when For you sure. really sit yeah. down and look at it, 511 it wins. Yeah. That's just insane. That's just insane. So, you know, good on Cy. Think he was using any spider tack or anything? Had some greenies in the clubhouse? I would venture to say that, you know, if there was some variation of spider tack back in the day, I mean, he did play for the Cleveland Spiders. So, I mean, you talk like promotional you know, items. Maybe they were sponsored by spider probably tack. Probably right. But back then, I feel like the center fielder used to rock a cigar in his mouth in the middle of a game. It's just a different time. You know, different era of ball. Was Vaseline even created at that point? Could they even use that? Dude, Vaseline has to be like 200 years old. Yeah, you're probably right. When was that? Bet you didn't expect this to be a topic of discussion today. When was Vaseline invented? Followed up with what is Vaseline? Dude, Saigon was definitely using Vaseline. 1870. Oh, yeah. And it's fresh on the market, too. Oh, yeah, you dude. Know? They're they're handing that out on street corners. Yeah, they're like, yeah. uh, let's get this in the hands of these uh, ball yeah. players down the street. How about that? Got see this what magic jar we can create. Vaseline, you see. You see? I got this. Two cents. Well, <laughs> I had to save of, up all week for this. Uh, <laughs> I had to save up all week to... to <laughs> Fork over this penny for this little jar of petroleum jelly, you see? Dude, oh, for sure. Did we just stumble across one of the untold conspiracies of modern-day baseball? What a wild time. You know what I mean? What a wild time. I bet guys were like sliding into bags and being like, ooh, that scar that's that's hurting from the Civil War. I had a bayonet shoved in my leg. couple years ago let me clean that out with some bourbon that i've got in my back pocket like (laughs) yeah dude just busting out a flask meanwhile cy young is just throwing out freaking bowling balls game after game let's look up that roster i'll look it up right now three pitchers on the entire team all right, let's look up his World Series team. Or no, let's look up... Uh, hold on. This will be the last thing we do before we get out of here. Cy Young stats. So his first season... It's so funny to me that Baseball Reference has these things. Like, why do we have stats from 1890? Yeah. All right, so 1890, played for the Cleveland Spiders. He went 9-7, and seven, had a 3-4-7. Let's pull up the 1890 Pretty Cleveland average year, Cy. Nine dubs. What a scrub. And you wanted a uh, an award named after you? That was My pretty goodness. Vaseline. He was this. He was one of two Hall of Famers on the eighteen ninety Spiders. Sure, sure. George Davis. That could be anybody. <laughs> that could be. That's insane. George no chance. You could give me a million guesses. No chance. I'm guessing George Davis as a yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, what were we trying to figure out? Oh, pitchers. The roster. Um, I just want to see the roster. All right, so get this. 12-man roster. What is the number here? Games in lineup or announced as pitcher? All right, so how many how many pitchers do you think, on average, a team goes through in a year, in the season? Uh, now today or back then? Today. 
So you carry, you typically carry what, like 13? I was, yeah, some, like I was 13, like 14. 14. Between like September call ups, spot starts. A limit of say, 14 pitchers. I'm going to so, say 40. 40 on average. Maybe even 50. You want to know how many? Ne- so, according to baseball reference, sure. From the 1890 Cleveland Spiders, the number of name, the number of players that appeared in a lineup or were announced as a pitcher. Eleven. The wow. whole year. That's insane. The whole year. That's nuts. That's and you want to know? You want to know who was leading the charge for the 1890 Cleveland Spiders? It wasn't Cy Young. I can tell you that. It was Ed Beaton, born in 1866, made 54 appearances. For Let's the Cleveland ahead. Spiders at age 23. Let's go, Ed. At the ripe old age of 23. Mm. Probably had like six years left to live, poor guy. Yeah. No, he made it to 58. Man. You want to know, Ed? I love going down this rabbit hole. You want to know what Ed Beaton's full <laughs> name was? Please. Ebenezer Ambrose Beaton. Yes, hit me with the Ebenezer. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Let's have it. Absolutely. Ebenezer, pass me over he that made... job petroleum jelly. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a full skit. I would love that. That should be like a that should be a, a bonus pod. Um yes, scallywag. Made... Pass that over, Ebenezer. He made 54 starts. Fifty-three were complete games. <laughs> what? What? That's awesome. Fifty-four starts and fifty-three complete games. Perfect. Insane. We may have to right. bust out. We may have to bust out some some baseball history again. This is crazy. Yeah, we. It's not. We're due. We need to get back. It's to been that. a while. Yeah. Modern day baseball is is, is boring. At it's kind of boring right now. Yeah. We need to bust out some. It, yeah, some, I need some Ebenezer's and Puds in my life more often. How about that? Great grandpa um, Pud. Last thing before we get out of here, any prediction on who they're announcing? I mean, based on when you're listening to this, they're announcing the MLB The Show cover on Tuesday, the 30th. Any prediction on who do you think it's going to be? For the record, we're recording this Monday night, the 29th. So, my bet's Acuna. I think that's a very safe bet. I think that's a very safe bet. Hmm. Dang, I'm stuck. I mean, let's be honest. Anything's probably going to be a bump up from Jazz from last year, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. That was. Little bit of a miss. It's okay. It's all right. Nothing but love for jazz, but yeah. Gotta redeem ourselves here. I think Shohei's already been on it. Judge has already been on it. Julio's already been on it. Bryce has been on it. I think Ronnie Baseball is a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. 
maybe I, I not that I would vote for this, but maybe like a Pete Alonzo. Right? I mean, coming off of his 2023, why wouldn't you go Acuna? I mean, that's that's got to sure. be the easiest pick in history, no? Give me Lord Farquaad. Give me a Corbin Burn or a Corbin Carroll. Carroll. That's a I like that cover. Pick. That'd be fun. I like that pick. Lord Farquaad. Lord I think Farquaad. you need a, I think I think you need a little <laughs> more substance. I think oh, you need a little more substance. Man. I think, Is that a I short joke? No, it's not a short <laughs> joke. I'm serious because Corbin, we love Corbin Carroll on this podcast, but there's a, you run the risk of that turning into like another jazz situation where it kind of, all right, you know, he, he flames out next year and has to pick himself back up the following year. You need a guy that you can fully count on. It's give Ronald Acuna Jr. Give me an Adolis Garcia. Just zoomed in on his bicep. You don't even see his face. He's just flexing. It's a blue jersey, it. bunch of tats, and you're like, eh, I think that's a Dolis. That'll do it. Perfect. Three hours later. Three hours later. Anybody that hang, hung on this long, you must be single. Love you much. Love you much. Appreciate you all. Check out the YouTube. Subscribe, please. Trying to reach our goal of 2K before the end of the year. So uh, yeah. any and all help would be appreciated. And you will hear from us. Maybe we should mix in a little giveaway week. or something. A little something for that. What do you think? Yeah, we'll think on it. Maybe we'll think on it and have an announcement next week for a little giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we need to get to a change up. You're right. We got to mix that in. We're, we're due. But Very due. if you don't hear from us with that, you'll hear from us talking ball next week you got it good stuff ebenezer don't go chasing curveballs love y'all and always we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon until next time stay filthy